Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The angel brought me back to the entrance of the temple, and I saw water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple toward the east, for the facade of the temple was toward the east. The water flowed down from the southern side of the temple, south of the altar. He led me outside by the north gate and around the outer gate facing the east, where I saw water trickling from the southern side. He said to me, This water flows into the eastern district down upon the Arabah and empties into the sea, the salt waters, which it makes fresh. Wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature that can multiply shall live, and there shall be abundant fish. For wherever this water comes, the sea shall be made fresh. Along both banks of the river, fruit trees of every kind shall grow. Their leaves shall not fade, nor their fruit fail. Every month they shall bear fresh fruit, for they shall be watered by the flow from the sanctuary. Their fruit shall serve for food, and their leaves for medicine. The word of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, you are God's building according to the grace of God given to me. Like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building upon it. But each one must be careful how he builds upon it, for no one can lay a foundation other than the one that is there, namely, Jesus Christ. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. I have chosen and consecrated this house, says the Lord, that my name may be there forever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of Scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for 46 years, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken. The Gospel of the Lord. And I saw water flowing out from beneath the threshold of the temple toward the east. For the facade of the temple was toward the east. So wrote Ezekiel 600 years before Christ. Toward the east. Ad orientum in Latin. Toward the orient. The east. The rising sun was a symbol of Christ coming back for us. A light shines in the darkness. Traditionally, Christians faced east to worship. Tertullian, as early as 197 AD, wrote of Christians 
praying in the direction of the rising sun. St. John Lateran, one of the most imposing churches in Christianity, is the cathedral church of the Diocese of Rome. That means it is the Pope's cathedral since he is the Bishop of Rome. It was first built in 324 AD, and its dedication has been celebrated on November 9th since the 12th century. This is done as a sign of our devotion to and unity with the chair of St. Peter. If you look up Lateran Basilica virtual tour, you will get a fascinating look at the mother church of all Christendom. Left click and drag your mouse around and you can look all around the Lateran. You will see people standing by the statues that are lined up down the nave. That shows you just how huge the statues are. You'll notice something else too. There are no pews in the church. Pews were placed in churches after the Protestant Revolution. In the horrible 16th century, when the holy sacrifice was replaced with prayer services, beautiful high altars were replaced with tables. At these newly concocted services, a, a presider, no longer called a priest, stood on the other side of the table so he could face the people. The offertory rite and the canon of the Mass, what we call today Eucharistic prayer number one, were replaced with songs and long sermons. That is when the idea of pews for the people was invented. A modern scholar wrote that until recently, Christians were less concerned with forming a faith community than in the priest offering the sacrifice before God as the representative of the faithful. This, of course, is better realized when both priest and people face the same direction at Holy Mass. The great church father, St. Augustine, who died in 430, wrote, When we raise our hearts in prayer, we turn towards the east, whence heaven arises. This is not to say that God could only be found there and that he has forsaken the other directions of the world. Rather, we face east to remind ourselves that we must turn in the direction of a higher natural state. That is, we must turn to God. St. Augustine would frequently conclude his sermons by telling the faithful to turn toward the east, using a set formula, conversi ad dominum, turn to face the Lord. In the early church, turning to face the Lord and turning to the east were the same thing. In book two of the Apostolic Constitution, published in the fourth century, the appropriate call made by the deacon after the priest's sermon is rendered as, Arise and face the Lord. Well, look around today and see how lost modern man has become. He's lost because he has no sense of direction. He is lost because he has lost the theological and liturgical significance of the rising sun, who is Jesus Christ, the light who pierces the darkness. And so, my friends, conversi ad dominum, let us arise and face the Lord. <laughs> 